On this episode, learn how to start a newsletter in 10 simple steps with specific tools and tips to get more subscribers. Are you ready to discover the specific growth marketing tactics that will help you generate more traffic, leads, and sales? That's what Learn Growth Marketing is all about. In 20 minutes or less, you'll stay informed on what's trending and how to leverage it today with actionable marketing insights that keep you ahead of the curve in a constantly changing digital landscape. So, whether you're starting a business, scaling a business, or helping your clients get better results, it's time to sit back, relax, and become the smartest marketer in the room. Hello and welcome to another episode of Learn Growth Marketing. I'm your host, Nicholas Scalise, and on this episode, we're talking about email newsletters because 2020 has been a crazy year for sure, probably the craziest year I could ever remember. But one thing is certain from a marketing standpoint, this is definitely the year of the email newsletter renaissance. Email newsletters are making a strong comeback. And so if you're thinking of starting a newsletter or maybe you just started one, you're looking to refine it or you just don't know where to begin, you wanna explore this opportunity, I'm gonna break down everything you need to know in just 10 simple steps. Now, I need to say this is an adaptation from a very in-depth blog post that I recently wrote over on the growthmarketer.co blog. I will link to that in the show notes, so you don't have to take notes. If you wanna get sort of the Cliff's notes, that's what this podcast is all about. I'm gonna try to cover the highlights of what I covered in that very extensive blog post on this episode, and then if you wanna get more information, more detail, or the links or references, then definitely check out growthmarketer.co. Check out the blog and you'll see the full article. So first of all, I'm gonna go right into the first of 10 tips that I wanna cover. So I'm gonna try to run through these uh, pretty fast because we have a lot to cover in less than 20 minutes. Number one is if you wanna start a newsletter, you need to start with why. This is a famous quote from Simon Sinek. He says, people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. So for this reason, And for a lot of other reasons, the first thing you should figure out before you jump in and start a newsletter is figure out why you want to start a newsletter. What's the why? If it's just because everyone's doing it, that's not a good enough reason. You need to have a specific reason for why you want to start a newsletter. Some common reasons could be you want to build brand awareness and thought leadership, or you want to keep your email list engaged with regular content on a daily, weekly, or monthly basis, or you want to generate some revenue from sponsorships, classified ads, affiliate links, product sales, memberships, and so on. Or maybe you just wanna become smarter by learning how to curate amazing content and cultivate a habit of writing. Or maybe you just wanna do it for fun. Newsletter writing can actually be fun when you're interested in the topic at hand. So whatever the reason may be, make sure you have one figured out so that you start with why. Now, number two, my second tip is to refine your topic. Once you've figured out your why, you're going to want to refine your topic and figure out what it is that your newsletter will be about. There are a few general newsletters out there that do really well, but most successful newsletters are very specific. They're honed in on one thing. I'll give you an example. Growth Marketer Weekly, my weekly newsletter, which I hope you're subscribed to. If not, go check out the link in the show notes or head over to growthmarketer.co. This is all about growth marketing news, tools, and insights, and I send out one short email every Thursday. And so it's very, very focused on growth marketing as the topic, and it does very well because of that. Some other newsletters that I really love, there's one called The Land of Random, which even though it seems like it's all over the place, it's focused in on the fact that it's very random. And so that's sort of the niche that The Land of Random goes for. 
There's the stock market news newsletter that I follow from Robinhood, which is all about what's happening today in the stock market. There's a data analytics newsletter that I really like called Data Analysis Journal. And there's several others that I mentioned in the blog post, but the idea is most of these newsletters are very focused on one specific message or topic. So once you get your topic in mind, you can then proceed. So tip number three, you wanna decide on the format, frequency, and design of your newsletter. Now the format is really how this newsletter is produced. Is it a collection of curated links? That's pretty much what I do with Growth Marketer Weekly. I don't write all the content in there. I'm curating links from other sources and I scour hundreds of different articles a week in order to bring the very best links related to growth marketing. Or you can do a news story format where a good example would be the New York Times. They have a newsletter called The Morning where you're sharing time-based news updates that either you write or you curate from other sources. Then there's case study formats where you're basically focusing on one specific case study. A good example of this is a newsletter I subscribe to called Zero to Marketing. And every Monday, the author writes one specific case study in five minutes or less that you can read with actionable tips on how he can grow that business. Then there's content updates. If you're following Noah Kagan from OK Dork or AppSumo, this is really what he does. He's sharing a lot of his content, his YouTube videos, his blog posts, and just putting it out there in a newsletter format. And then last but not least, there's personal thought format where you're basically doing something similar to the content updates, but rather than focusing on linking out to your content, it usually is a more of a longer format that's meant to be consumed directly inside the newsletter with less links. A good example of this would be what James Clear does with his 321 newsletter. And again, you can get links to all of these newsletters if you want to check them out by checking out the show notes and the blog post that corresponds with this episode. So there's a whole bunch of other formats out there, but hopefully this gives you an idea of the variety that you can explore. Next, you wanna figure out the frequency or the cadence of your newsletter. Is it daily, weekly, or monthly? For me, I like that weekly format because it's not too complicated to produce because I don't have to do it daily, and also I'm not losing interest with people if I'm only sending a once a month newsletter. I do have another once a month newsletter called Landing Page Monthly, uh, but the newsletter that performs really well right now is Growth Marketer Weekly, and I think it has a lot to do with that weekly cadence. But again, that's up to you. Last but not least, you wanna figure out your brand identity and your design for your newsletter. And you can either do something very well-produced and very animated, or you could do something simple. A good example of simple would be, again, looking at James Clear and what he's doing with his 321 newsletter. There's some other finer points to choosing a brand and choosing a design, and I cover that in the article, but in the interest of time, because we still have a lot of tips to cover on this episode, I'm going to skip by that and go on to tip number four, which is to choose an email platform. Now, this is where you get technical and you got to pick the actual tool that you're going to use to send your email to your list. The tool I use is ActiveCampaign. I really like it. I've been an ActiveCampaign customer for years. I'm one of their certified consultants, so I am a little biased. Uh, but you know, it might be overkill if you're just looking to use it for newsletters. In fact, I use ActiveCampaign with my agency, Earnworthy. I use it with my client work. So I have other use cases for ActiveCampaign. It's also my CRM. If I was just doing a newsletter, I don't know if that would be what I'd choose. There's a lot of other tools to explore like ConvertKit, Substack, Email Octopus, MailerLite, and SendFox. Those are probably the top ones that I would look at. There's pros and cons to each of them. And again, I cover this in the newsletter in detail if you're interested in checking any of those out. 
Number five, you wanna write your welcome email. Now a welcome email is basically the message that your recipients are gonna get right away when they subscribe to your newsletter. And it's really important for us a number of reasons. Number one, it helps with deliverability since you have an opportunity to ask the recipient to move the message to their main inbox or to white label your address. So that's really important. Also, it allows you to offer an immediate opportunity to take action, something that I call a secondary conversion goal. So if the primary conversion goal was someone opting into your newsletter, if they get that newsletter welcome email, you now have an opportunity to have them take a secondary action. In my case, something I love to offer is an invite to one of my groups, like my Facebook group, Growth Marketing Rockstars. And it does quite well because people are sort of in that mindset where they just opted in and they're looking for something else. So that's a really good thing to put into your welcome email is some type of secondary opportunity. I wouldn't put something that's like a hard sell or a hard pitch. That is definitely not the time and place to do it. People are still warming up to you, so you don't wanna just go sell right away. And then the third thing that a welcome email helps with is engagement. So one thing you'll notice about my welcome emails is that I always ask for a reply. I'll usually ask a very simple question, and if you do this correctly, you can get a great response, and this, again, is gonna help with deliverability, and it helps you build a connection one-on-one -on -one with a lot of your subscribers. If you wanna check out my welcome email, if you haven't already subscribed to Growth Marketer Weekly, go ahead and do that, and you'll get it right away, or you can head over to the blog post article, and you can see a screenshot of it there. Number six, you wanna create a landing page. Now this, again, could be a little bit complicated for some folks if you're not familiar with web design and all that stuff. For me personally, I use WordPress or Unbounce depending on where I'm getting traffic from. For instance, if I'm running ads for my newsletter, then I'll send that traffic to an Unbounce page that I've created that's a simple opt-in page, or I will use my WordPress site to capture leads. There's a lot of other tools out there you could explore, such as Card or a very easy to use landing page builder called Landon. And again, I put links to all of these tools in the show notes. Now, when you're building your landing page, there are some very specific tips I recommend. Number one, make sure you have a clear headline at the top. Make sure you have a call to action at the top, letting people know that this is what you want them to do. You want them to opt in. I also recommend having a testimonial. I recently did a test where I had the same page set up as an A-B test, one with the testimonial and one without, and shockingly, the version with the testimonial performed 75% better. I couldn't believe it. I'm actually rerunning that test just to confirm it because it's to me, it, it sounds way too good to be true. Um, but so far, the numbers are checking out. So a testimonial makes a huge difference. Also, you should probably include some information on what's included in your newsletter or give them a link to a past edition or archive. If you're familiar with Substack, you know that their basic layout, which is not very flexible, it always has that thing at the bottom that says, uh, see what's inside or check out an, an issue, something like that. And that helps people get familiar with the newsletter before subscribing. And also I recommend adding some context of who's behind the newsletter. People connect with people. So you wanna include your photo and maybe even a bio as well. Tip number seven is to get everything connected. Now for this one, I don't wanna get too technical because again, it's gonna depend on your specific email provider and where your landing page is set up. But the idea here is to make sure that when someone opts in, they get added to the right list and they're ready to receive the next edition of your newsletter. So you wanna make it very easy. For me, I like to rely on a tool called Zapier, which helps me connect all those pieces together and pull them into ActiveCampaign. Tip number eight is to make it easy to opt in. 
Now, believe it or not, I get more subscribers using the embedded forms and slide up and pop up widgets on my blog than I do directly from my landing page because people will read a post and then the, if they like the content, they'll opt in using one of the embedded forms or the widgets that are on that page. So for this, I use a tool called ConvertFlow. But again, there's so many different tools out there. It's not necessarily the tool that's important, but just the principle of having some type of pop-up or embedded form or both on your blog and on your website. Tip number nine is to get feedback on your first issue. This one's pretty straightforward, but basically you want to make sure that people actually like the content you're producing. And so before you're gonna send your newsletter out to a huge group, if you already have an existing audience, you wanna find a small group of friends and family and colleagues and just get their feedback. Even if they don't uh, have a particular interest in the topic at hand, they can give you feedback on the format, the design, the writing style, that type of stuff. And this is so valuable because it lets you fix things before you do more of a large scale launch. And last but not least, the 10th and final tip is to tell the world about it. So you made it all this way, you got everything set up, now you need to promote, promote, promote because subscribers are not just going to magically appear on your list. And so here are some quick tips for how to get the word out about your newsletter. Number one, of course, share it on social media, but try not to overdo the self-promotion. You could also add a link to your email signature that says something like, get my weekly newsletter, click here. You could post on forums and in groups, but again, don't be too self-promotional. You could also do newsletter swaps with other creators. I just did this recently with BrainPint and with the Data Analysis Journal and with a few other newsletters, and it's really helpful where they share your link, you share theirs, and you sort of help build each other's audiences. You can also run some ads. Now, I know a lot of folks don't really want to run ads or pay for subscribers, but if you have a good ROI or a good value out of a newsletter, then this is a great way to scale up. And I would say Facebook ads are probably the best opportunity right now for this. And then lastly, you can also create long form content and link to your newsletter. So this podcast is a good example. And also the blog post that goes with this podcast episode. It's a great example of just another type of content that can attract people to what you're doing, what you're all about. And then you have this opportunity to opt in. Speaking of opting in, that's a great segue to the end of the show. If you like this content, if you like this podcast, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and tell your friends about it. This is a new podcast and I really encourage you to get the most out of it. Check out some of the previous episodes if you haven't already. I try to share one actionable tip every single week in less than 20 minutes. This one was quite tough because there's so much to cover. I tried to keep it as quick as possible. So sorry if I'm speaking a little bit faster than normal. Also, I encourage you to sign up for Growth Marketer Weekly, my once a week newsletter, which I've already told you about, but I really encourage you to check it out at growthmarketer.co. It'll help you become the smartest marketer in the room. That's gonna do it for now. I will see you next week. So until then, have a fantastic rest of your day. Learn Growth Marketing is a production of Earnworthy LLC. 